0: Welcome to Becoming Whole podcast. I am your host, Claire Bradshaw, a life coach and a yoga and meditation teacher. Join me as I explore with my guests what it means to live a life of wholeness and connectedness. A life where all parts of ourselves, our body, mind and spirit come together into alignment. Where we're truly living into our own personal values and the fullest expression of who we are. So if you're a seeker, a feeler and someone wanting more from your precious life, Then tune in every fortnight and let's grow together. Okay, so before we get to the episode today, I just wanted to quickly sneak in and ask you, how does your morning begin each day? Do you start the day with snoozing, getting up at the last minute, maybe showering, grabbing some food and then straight to your desk for work? Or do you check your emails and social media while lying in bed? absolutely no judgment here I totally get it I did this for many years too but I wanted to let you know that there is another way to start your day that sets you up with a clearer mind a happier body and a better sense of flow productivity and joy through the day and that is by starting a morning practice and this isn't something new the yogis have a name for it they call it a sadhana and many successful people like Tony Robbins but Oprah they also swear by it I do too and it's really changed my life. And that's why I decided to create a sacred morning practice that includes a yoga class, a breathing meditation and journal prompts to help you start your day with more clarity, presence, flow and an energy boost to tackle what comes your way with more ease. If that sounds good and sounds like something you'd like to get started with, then all you have to do is to click on the link in the show notes or head to my website and fill out your details and you'll be sent the pack today. Hi there, everyone. So in today's podcast, it's going to be a solo one for me. And um, There's something that's really been... Pretty heavy on my heart of late, and I wanted to start a conversation about it. I wanted to share my thoughts, um, and you know, it's something that you know is affecting all of us at the moment, and you probably know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, But I want to offer a different perspective. Um, on you know how to handle and how to best move through these times that we find ourselves in um, with the virus and with more so with the ways in which people are responding and reacting to one another uh, one of the things that's really important to me is is health and well being, and um, both um, you know from a physical perspective, but also from the mind, and uh, the situation that we find ourselves in, particularly in Melbourne, is really affecting both of these areas um, for everyone. Um, so. I wanted to talk about a different way in which we can best work with ourselves in these times. And there's a lovely quote from the Buddha who reportedly said, Do not believe in anything simply because you have heard it. Do not believe in anything simply because it is spoken and rumoured by many. Do not believe in anything simply because it is found written in your religious books. Do not believe in anything merely on the authority of your teachers and elders. Do not believe in traditions because they've been handed down through many generations. But after observation and analysis, when you have found that anything agrees with reason and is conducive to the good and the benefit of one and all, then accept it and then live up to it. And what I love about this is that it really gives each of us our own individual power back. It encourages us to question everything and to trust in our own inner guidance of what is true and real. And if we look back into history, the people who really have lived aligned with their inner guidance system, who live from the heart, are people who are courageous in taking action from a place of of strength, of inner strength, and um, and you know that place of courage, and this quote, I think, it also puts us back in the driver's seat of our own lives. That we're not just taking um, opinions and, you know, uh, the media or what the government's saying or what our next door neighbor's saying to be the truth. We're questioning that. Not from a place of, um, you know, passing the blame or discounting everything, but more seeing things from, you you know, more of an open-mindedness of, yeah, there's some truth and there's probably not so much truth in there as well. And be a little bit critical in our thinking. And again, not from a place of fear, but from a place of openness and this open-heartedness. And I see that there's a a few different things that are going on right now. Um, there's a lot of division, and maybe you've noticed that in your in the wider environment. You've maybe noticed it on the news and in the newspapers, reporting like fights over toilet paper or arguments occurring. Maybe you've um, noticed that there's a lot of uh, things happening on social media of "I'm right and you're wrong." Um, And there's a lot of fear right now and a lot of wronging other people almost seems to be like a game being played, like a ping pong match. And I see that there's a few different ways in which we can approach this. We can choose to play into the fear and the strong opinions and come to a place of righteousness, which I see as an ego game of who knows more and you know I'm right and you're wrong and you haven't looked at it from this perspective and that perspective and you know there seems to be a a different fact to prove every single argument anyway or we can become apathetic this is the other way we can sit back and blame everything and everyone and take no action and drop into the victim role of well what can i do and we can stay in a bubble of hoping and praying it all goes away And I see that both of these responses, whilst when we don't have the awareness, they are a reactivity to our nervous system. So our nervous systems, when we are in a state of fear, we can react a number of different ways. One is to flee and run away from the situation Another is to fight it, whether that's a physical fight or an argument, aggression in some way. Or we can freeze and do nothing and just kind of like be like a rabbit in headlights, not knowing what to do. But there is another way here. And this is a way that's much more empowered. It's where we listen without getting caught up in the noise. Where we do our research and educate ourselves and create space for intuition, remain open-minded, curious, whilst also being judgment-free. This is where we take full responsibility for how we are showing up in our individual lives and how we are showing up in the world. And the way to connect more deeply with this. So if you think about the nervous system, when we're in that fight or flight, the sympathetic nervous system, when we're just reacting to what comes our way, the opposite of that is the parasympathetic nervous system. And... The way we connect to the parasympathetic nervous system and we create this sense of calmness, that then from that place, we're able to better feel into intuition. We make more clear decisions from that place. And it's also so much better for our health and well-being in the long term because our body is in a space of ease and that we can still take action but it's from this really beautiful grounded place. And the way in which we can bring our bodies into this place is by deeply nurturing ourselves during these times of upheaval and uncertainty. Ensuring that we're taking adequate rest, feeding ourselves with information that's from credited sources, feeding our bodies with the best nutrition and spending time outside in nature. It's taking deep breaths, particularly extending on the exhale and creating space for contemplation and reflection. And asking questions to ourselves without necessarily needing an answer. It's about sitting in the space of the unknown and being okay with that. It's listening with an openness and a curiosity rather than reacting and jumping to conclusions. So by creating the space and nurturing ourselves we're then better able to take action from a responsive, centered and clear calm space rather than from that reaction that aggression or that need to prove something to someone and to me this is spirituality in action this is action without harm to another this is integrity and connection to your highest self your highest truth this is reverence this is love this is wholeness and this is yoga. Okay, so I know that that was probably quite a lot of information. And again, you know, similar to what the Buddha said, I'm not asking you to take this as gospel in any ways. I'm just offering another perspective, a one that's really offering to you to, to take your power back, to not necessarily be strong in one opinion or another, but sit in the in-between. And that in-between is a really special place to be because from there, new ideas come, new perspectives, a clarity comes from that place. And it's also incredibly good from your health to, to be in a place of, of relaxation and, and calm. And I've got a couple of resources for you that I will put um, some links um, that you can um, download if you would like. So one of the resources is a yoga nidra um, meditation. It's, um, y- nidra means sleep in yoga. And so it's a deeply relax- relaxing um, meditation that takes you into a hypnagogic state. It's You know, it's really, really great for your health, but also gives that space for the mind to have a little bit more clarity, have a bit more space. Um, so I will put that in the um, in the links for you, and I also have um, my nourish yourself um, guide that has some tips on how best to take really good care of yourself. And this isn't your standard um, nourishing yourself um, kind of steps, like have a bubble bath. This is actually um, some tools and some different ways of, of being and operating and um, really being kind to yourself um, that can really help. It's helped me a lot. It helps my clients a lot. And it's um, generally one of the things that I work with my clients on because these are the types of things we've not been taught. And if we're not aware, we can't obviously change the way that we are reacting or responding to what is going on. But with the right tools and with the right know-how, we can do better. And we can look after ourselves and we can look after our families and our communities around us. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. And I trust that um, this was of help in some way. Do send me a message on social media or via email. I'd love to hear from you. Let's keep the conversation going. Take really good care of yourself. See ya. And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. And I do hope that you enjoyed this episode and gained some new insights. If you're enjoying this podcast, please do share it with friends you think may benefit from the message. And if you'd like to rate the show and give it a review on iTunes, not only would I be so happy, but this will also help increase the show's visibility so that more people can benefit from the messages. I would love to connect with you so you can find me on Instagram. My handle is underscore Claire with an I and an E Bradshaw underscore. I so totally can't wait to connect with you soon. Have a beautiful day.